Welcome to Love This Bitch, the podcast that teaches you how to love your life and accomplish your goals through self-compassion and self-coaching. Now here's your host, MBA and Master Certified Professional Life Coach, Lisa Oglesby. Hello everyone and welcome back. It is another week for you. It <laughs> It's the same day for me as I have been batch recording the last few episodes. Usually if I say I'm batch recording, that means three. I'm kind of at a, I do a three max. And I think I consider two to be a batch as well. (laughs) But I am trying to do a batch this time because my annual April trip home to see my niece and nephew is coming up. And so I'll be traveling on a few weekends. And in fact, today, the day that I'm recording this is my nephew's 15th birthday. I cannot believe that. And then next Sunday will be my niece's birthday and she'll be 13. And because we're all April babies, that's why I like to go see them in April and celebrate all of our birthdays. My birthday is coming up this month as well. We will not say my age. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. It doesn't matter. But it's it's good and I'm excited to go see them. So I'm batch recording, trying to get the episodes ready so that I can pack next weekend and then be on the road a few weekends. I'll probably come back with some new material because, you know, I, I learn a lot when I spend time with my family, as you may have heard in the past, <laughs> if you're if you're a regular here on the show. So today I wanted to talk a bit about how important our feelings are. You know, we talk a lot about processing them and allowing them and and not quashing them. And, you know, part of that is understanding, you know, being able to understand and work with our thoughts and have that relationship with ourselves that we kind of talked about in the last episode is is knowing when a thought is, you know, not serving us and the way that we can tell that is is how we're feeling you know and a lot of times it it seems like we're talking semantics but it it really you know depends on the person and how it makes you feel but like we've talked about some things like the word should is (laughs) not universally it's not a fact that it's not a good word I'm sure there are some people that it works for but in general for most people um, that creates a lot of negative emotion and a lot of it's got bad connotation to it. <laughs> I was getting the marketing materials for one of my episodes a couple weeks back and I saw that it had should in the title and I was just like, ah, no, the only no-no word. <laughs> but it was, I, you know, I was like, that's, it makes sense in that title. I really, that would be a semantic thing. It's not important. <laughs> but there, you know, there aren't, really things that we can say work for everybody or or don't and that's why even though it sounds like semantics sometimes you know it's important for us to have that relationship with our feelings you know if we're always avoiding them or quashing them we can't use them you know as a barometer for you know what's going on and you know many times when we're fighting with reality with the shoulds what should be or shouldn't be you know having that practice in place even on small things and as we're working with you know what thoughts work for us what thoughts might be causing us problems 
these little these little semantic type things could be important for you to see how that process works and you know when something doesn't quite feel right to you if you listen to this show with any regularity you've heard the example um, that I give about do better how for a long time you know I wanted to just do better every day but for me that was coming from a place of you are doing so horrible (laughs) that you just need to do at least a little bit better if that's the most you can do Lisa just just do a little better and you know Jay Shetty who I talk about also on about every episode had talked about on his podcast how that was the thing that worked for him. He just wanted to do a little better every day. And for him, that was an inspiring thing, a motivational thing, like, you know, just grow, just learn a little bit and just, you know, be better every day filled him with motivation, positive feeling. For me, it's it was the, the same phrase, but it just made me feel crappier because it was like, you know, you're you're not good enough. You're probably never gonna be, but let's just try to get little forward progress every day. <laughs> let's let's try. So that was not motivational for me. And that's something that, you know, I could feel. At that time I actually couldn't feel that. I thought that I was inspiring myself. But that was before coaching, right? Before understanding how our thoughts create our feelings. So that thought for me, it might sound like the same thought, but it for me, it had a lot of other meanings. It had a lot of other thoughts behind it that were not helpful. So that's an important you know thing for you to be able to know as you're looking for new thoughts, as you're maybe even trying to figure out just to start with what thoughts are not serving me because they might you know, it might sound like, oh, this is a good thought, right? Well, look at all the thoughts around it. Look at, sit with it. How does it make you feel? How do you feel in your body when you sit with that thought? And that's also an important part of the process of, you know, moving up the thought stairs or the thought ladder as you're getting those thoughts that are more neutral and then to more positive. You have to sit with it and see how it feels in your body. Like, one, do I believe it? If it doesn't feel just a little bit better than the other one, even if it's seemingly a better thought, that's an indicator to you that, okay, I don't believe it. It's not making any change in how I'm feeling because I'm not really connecting with it. Maybe I need to go down to a more neutral thought. So you're, you're using these, you're using your emotions as a barometer. That's a good use, you know, it's also part of the our enjoyment of life is we have all these different feelings that we get to experience, but it's also, you know, good to use them to evaluate things that are going on in your life, evaluate your thoughts that you're having or even the ones that you're moving towards that you want to use. You know, that was an example for me personally. Once again, was listening to the podcast and I heard Big Sean talking about the idea of want. And he said, you know, for him that he had got to a place where he felt like any time that he was saying, I want this, I want this in my life, it's something I want, that it was repeatedly identifying and acknowledging some kind of lack, you know, that reminding him every time he said I wanted it, that he didn't have it. So for him, that was no longer 
motivational, no longer positive. And he was looking for different ways to think about that. Like he mentioned, thinking about it of, as desiring something. And, you know, he said he was, he looked at it for different ways to move him into a place where he essentially in his mind, you know, was already there, already had that. And so that that wasn't constantly reminding him of some lack because, you know, just because he wanted something or he had a goal, it didn't mean that there was a lack. But that thought for him was acknowledging, was creating that reminder of a lack, which was not motivating, which was not good for him. So, you know, for many of us, we might have wants, have goals, and that doesn't create a problem. But there may be others that you want to look at that differently because it does create that sense of lack. You know, we've talked about that before. It is an interesting place and it does take work and balance and I think a continual work and balance to get to a place where you're happy with your life and with everything that you've got going on and yet you still have goals and things that you're you're wanting to add, you know, and that your happiness is not affected by those things, right? You're like, I'm happy now. I'll be happy then if I have that, but I'm happy if I don't have it. You're detached from that outcome. It's a place that takes balance, right? Because you don't want to become so attached to this idea of this future thing that you're not happy with what you have now. So finding ways to create that and to work on that without thoughts that might make you create might create a dissatisfaction with where you are now or a sense of lack that is important a lot of us I can see being there and I have been there at times in my life there are also times in my life when I've not not even been to a place to think about it like that so again that's why we're looking at these different examples of maybe why these these thoughts might not sit with you and how to tell that is how they're making how the the feelings that they're they're creating are they creating the feelings that you want the type of feelings that would lead to actions right that are in line with with you and what you want and are going to generate the results the life that you're building around you that you want or you know sustaining the life that you have whatever however you want to look at that and then you know those two are smaller examples but I'd been thinking of something that I've, it's come up in in different scenarios, but it seems to come up this example. And even though, you know, I've mentioned before, I have a fur baby and then I have my niece and nephew. I don't have kids and this still somehow is very, it's still very important to me when I think about it and, you know, to let me know how these different ideas can present themselves and how we think about them. So even if you don't have kids, I think this example you know, will resonate with you in some way. But I know a lot of people in in their family situation, but mostly a lot with kids, you know, mothers will have this idea that they want more. And with that comes a lot of guilt. Why why am I not happy just being a mother? Just being a mother, right? There's that there's that thought in there. And, you know, why do I want more or if they're even coming, like say to a coach or to somebody to talk about their career or starting a business, they're almost afraid to say it, to want it, to go for it because they feel like it's wrong to want something outside of, of taking care of their kids, 
to want more. There's something wrong with that. It's hard for them to say. And for me, that's a huge example of, you know, a phrase that seems fine, but it's got all these other thoughts about it, this idea of more, you know, and the most obvious thing comes up is, you know, that's something that people socialized as women and and trained as mothers in our society struggle with. You don't see that with fathers, right? They're not seen as wanting more if they have a career or a business. Now, sometimes they want to stay home and not do those things. And I do understand that they have a struggle there and there's judgments that come up with that. But it's not seen what we're talking about here for this specific example as more for them. But taking it out of all of that, you know, and, and men and women and, and all and their roles in society, a better example, I think, that came to me that will help you see it more clearly as I thought about, you know, like doctors. There are a lot of doctors who are doctors, right? That's what they do. That's their career. But then you have doctors who, who publish books. They're authors and they, they've published books about things that they've learned or things that they you know, teach or experience, there's just, there's all kinds of different outlets there for them as authors. And you wouldn't ever say, you know, well, Dr. Smith is just a, just a doctor, but, you know, and that's great for Dr. Smith, but I want more. I want to be um, a doctor and write a book. (laughs) Right? You wouldn't think of that. You wouldn't say, well, this doctor wants more because, this doctor wants to be an author as well. You know, you wouldn't say, you know, it's great that Dr. Smith saves lives every day, but Dr. Smith's just a doctor. I want more. (laughs) There's a phrase that might not seem wrong at all. I want more. It doesn't really make sense in that context. And so when we use it A mother says she wants more because she wants this career or a business outside of her kids. It's not, it's not more. It's just there is something that you want to do. It's just this other thing. A doctor writing a book doesn't want more than being a doctor. You know, people aren't sitting around like, why aren't they just satisfied being a doctor? Why do they have to do that? Why can't they just focus on their patients? (laughs) Right? Like you might, you might think as a mother, you might think people are like, why don't you just focus on your kids? You're you're working too much. You're outside of the home too much. You know, we think that and we or we think, why am I not satisfied with my kids? Why do I want to, maybe I want to write a book or or do this, you know, or be a lawyer or whatever it is. It's this more, it's this othering, it's this idea that your kids are not enough, but we wouldn't say that in any other other context, right? We're not saying the doctor's patients aren't enough. The doctor's not happy saving lives, so she's she's got to go out and publish a book too. You know, it, we don't look at it that way. There's not those connotations. So if, say, you are a mother or say that, you know, there's some situation in your life where you want something else in addition to what you have, you know, if thinking of that as wanting more or just thinking of wanting that in a certain way gives you these thoughts, these negative thoughts and feelings about not being satisfied or not having enough. It's not, if those are things that you want, that's not the problem. It's how, it's how you're thinking about it. It's the thoughts that you're choosing. And it might seem like semantics. It might on the surface seem like it's not important, but if it's 
creating those negative emotions for you and that's stopping you. You know, you've got this tension going on. There's something that you want, but it, you're, oh, it's wrong. I shouldn't want that. Or, you know, I really want this or, you know, and it's just creating a, a friction so that you're not taking any action. You're not getting anywhere and you're also not happy. Those are thoughts to look at. That's, there may be even subtle shifts you know, that we can make. There's a lot of times you, you might see memes or different things. I, I've, I might have had some that I've posted where, you know, sometimes the, the thought shift in our mind is actually just a small thing. It's just a thing that seems like it might just be semantics. But the way you're choosing to think about something is really causing you pain and holding you back when it's something that's just like, the idea of wanting, I want more. Well, it's not more. It's just something else. You're allowed to want different things (laughs) in in different areas, right? You can be this in one area and this in another. That's okay. We see that with, with doctors. So it could be the same for mothers or whatever situation that you might be in, you know, do I want to grow? Do I want to, you know, learn more in life? Yes. For me, the idea of it being better, doing better because I owe it to myself, owe it to the people around me or that I'm just not good enough, not helpful, right? Big Sean, he doesn't like to think about wanting things because it seems like that's just a thought about lack, but he still has things, right? That he's come up with different ways to think about because there are things that he would like to have added included however I don't know however he might like to think about that in his life so you know just because you think something is good when you think I should do this makes it feel like you have to and that doesn't create a good feeling that doesn't move you forward so we don't should on ourselves you know when we say I'm trying a lot of times we have people just switch that to I'm doing, right? Because you're putting in effort. You're doing the thing. You say, I'm trying. It might make you think, you know, I'm struggling. I'm trying. It's not happening. I'm not getting there. And it doesn't motivate you. But instead, if you're like, I'm doing the thing, that get, that might get you going. So even little small tweaks or even just really looking at these thoughts with you know our emotions as a barometer as a test strip ph little ph test strip how does this thought make me feel is it serving me you know we can identify things in our lives that may seem insignificant or surface level that are actually causing a lot of friction for us and negative emotions and slowing us down from getting where we want to go so I know that that's maybe a little lighter fare than some of the stuff we talked about before, but I definitely wanted to to talk about that because, you know, knowing that I'd experienced it and hearing other people talk about it recently, it was an important thing to point out that, you know, these thoughts, as we've talked about, are important, but if we don't connect with our emotions, if we don't if we quash them or ignore them or avoid them, 
we might miss even subtle things that we could change that would make our our lives just so much more enjoyable you know so much you might be repeating a thought to yourself every day that's meant to motivate or meant to help and it's doing the opposite so if you're you know numbing out and avoiding or quashing your emotions you might not know you know why am I struggling why is this not helping you might even have it stuck to your mirror and it's not helpful that's another way to look at emotion in a positive way is you know a, a negative emotion is not a bad thing it can be a sign of something that you know a little a little red flag like oh hey there's a little issue right here that I didn't even know and now I can make a change and maybe even in some cases a small change that's gonna help and gonna push like I said push me forward make me just allow me to enjoy this moment in this day more and every little bit of that adds up and builds builds the confidence builds the mindset and helps you enjoy your life and that's what I want for you I want you to enjoy your life you're living it it's happening right now so you know we've talked about it in in the context of this show that something might hit you the wrong way and you're like oh no I don't I don't like what Lisa just said that's okay right question always question my thoughts aren't aren't true either (laughs) right you don't have to take everything as fact I love it it's good but also like how does that make you feel if it's if we just disagree then there should be no negative feeling there right no tension just like oh I don't agree with that but if there's some tension if there's something negative you know what is that bringing up for you what are the thoughts there but more importantly a way not just when you're listening to me or to anyone else speaking but you know just your day-to-day interaction with your own thoughts like oh wait I kind of just got a weird sinking feeling in my stomach what was that maybe that thought's not helpful you know some thought that you don't you didn't pay attention to before and now you can see it because you're in touch with these emotions you're feeling them you're living your life in all of its flavors so I encourage you to give that a try but just and to also just be aware that you're you can have these different thoughts around certain ways that certain thoughts <laughs> like certain thoughts around these thoughts that you're having but that's what it, that is what I mean like there might be other thoughts around it that make it not good for you or not helpful for you so you know dig deeper on that if you're feeling like why is this thought not sitting right with me or what am I struggling with in this situation that there could just be a way that I'm thinking about it that could be a simple a simple mindset shift you know like if maybe thinking of it as more is causing a problem or better why it's not better it's just different you know there are ways small tweaks that we can make to change that and you know make big progress with just small changes so let me know if if you have any things that come to mind where you're like oh my gosh yes I I thought about it this way and it caused so much problems and it was just a simple thing I would love to hear those so shoot me an email and share those with me and if you would like let me know if I can share them on the show speaking of that if you have any topics that you'd like to hear or if you have a question 
I would love to do a Q&A episode, so you can email me any of that. If you'd like to work on shifting your mindset or rewiring your mind, please feel free to sign up in the link with the free connection call so we can talk about me being your coach. And I hope that you have a fabulous rest of the day, rest of the week, and that you, you know, practice what you've learned today and benefit from it.